1: So we are headed toward the first presidential debate. It will be August the 23rd. It's a Wednesday night, and The Answer will have a watch party along with the Dublin Republican Club. That'll be happening at the Lazy Chameleon in Powell, and uh, the event is free, but we'd like to know you're coming. So go to 9890answer.com. Yes, I will be there. I will be hosting. Uh, we also have a very special guest who I know will be in attendance that night. Uh, Someone you've heard here on The Answer several times over the last few years. Someone that I think our uh, government would be uh, well served by having him in elected office. Hint, hint, hint. Don't worry, I'll announce it later on in the day. But we'd love to have you there. Check it out at 989theanswer.com. Now, all these charges against Trump and um, 18 other defendants. Rudy Giuliani, Mark Meadows, Jenna Ellis, Sidney Powell, pretty much anybody who got up after the election of 2020 and said, hey, hey, check out the Georgia election. There's some funny business going on there. Why was there a flood? Some of those mail-in ballots look weird. Did you watch 2,000 Mules? I think a lot of the video from Dinesh D'Souza and 2,000 Mules was footage from Georgia. You're not allowed to ask questions, though, about elections. You're not allowed to make phone calls. And question elections. And they're going to play audio from a couple Trump phone calls to Georgia officials. So, look, if it's on tape, like, that's incriminating, right? If you say, go out and I don't care if you got a lie, cheat, or steal, find me the votes I need to win Georgia. Well, um, you're going to jail if you say that. But that's not what Donald Trump said. The phone calls were long. They're filled with Trump. Being Trump, I won. I won by a lot. You know, this is terrible. This is awful. It was Donald Trump at his braggadocious best. Ultimately, it boils down to one statement. And whether you think he's saying something nefarious in this statement or whether he's just saying something innocuous in this statement. So I'll play the statement. You ready? Here we go.
2: So, look, all I want to do is this. I just want to find... Uh, 11,780 votes, which is one more that we have, because we won the state.
1: All I want to do is find 11,780 votes. I want to find them. He didn't say I want to invent them. He didn't say I want to fabricate them. He said find them. Now, what does that mean to you? What it means to me is he thinks they're out there, and I want you to go find them. Now, why did he think they were out there? Because he had been hearing a lot of reports that in an election where there were a lot of mail-in ballots and a lot of absentee ballots, that votes had been fraudulent or votes that had been tabulated by people who were deceased or votes had been invented for people who didn't exist or who had moved out of state. Now, here's the thing. You can be wrong on all of that. And it is not a crime. It is not a crime to believe that you won an election that you actually lost by a close margin. If that is a crime, if this jury in Atlanta, finds that that is a crime to lose in a very close election and question that election. Well. Then our country going forward is going to be not the country that it has been in the past. We want free and what else? Fair elections. And you can't have fair elections unless you are sure that the results of that election are accurate. Now, we were told, I know, the night of the election, this is the most secure election in history. What is entailed in determining whether an election is secure? Examination, verification, tabulation, a recount, right? I mean, all those things play into, no, we got it right. If you find mistakes, hey, we got it a little bit wrong, but not wrong enough to change the outcome. Then people go, okay, well, they had a recount. I'm good with that. But if you're going to say the night of the election, before there's clarification, before there's authentication, before there's retabulation, how do you know? And how do you feel when you're told that? I feel insulted. I feel condescended to. I feel like... It's not necessarily free, and it's certainly not necessarily fair. Anybody who says, no, no, it's free, it's fair, we don't need to look at it. It's, trust me, it's the most secure election in history, and you immediately have a question, and it's a good question. How do you know? How do you know? How do you know if you don't check? Like, we check and recheck and double-check things all the time, don't we? Why do we do that? So we're sure we're right. Did I turn that light off? I'm pretty sure I turned that light off. Did I turn the Did I turn the gas on the stove off? Did I lock the front door? Maybe I ought to go back and check the door just to be sure. You don't just go, no, I'm pretty sure I did. No, you don't get in the car and go, don't go back and check the door. Don't go back and check the gas and whether the stove's off or the light's off or the dog is closed in. It's the most secure dog in history. Only an idiot takes that stance, or who else? Somebody that doesn't want to be subjected to further scrutiny. Look, Trump could be wrong. I think he probably was wrong. I think he probably was wrong. But if you're not going to look, if you're not going to allow him to question it, if you're not going to satisfy his curiosity, just like like Al Gore wanted his curiosity— And just like John Kerry wanted his curiosity satisfied, if you're not going to do that, then I don't blame whoever it is on the other side going, something's funny here. Something's weird here. Now, the reason why the continual belief that something weird happened with the Georgia election flourishes to this day is not only because they told you the night of the election, it's the most secure election in history. Just shut up. I'm telling you. It's secure. It's also because when you hear Trump say, all I want you to do is go find 11,000, whatever, how many votes you go? Okay, well, what's the big deal about that? And the other side goes, oh my goodness, he's telling us to go find, just uncover a rock and invent them. That's not what he's saying. Or if that is what he's saying, it's not clear that that is what he meant. It's really interesting. Like, All the Democrats who hate Donald Trump so much, and typically you hate a person, why? Because you don't agree with their mindset. You don't agree with what? Their outlook on life. You don't agree with them in how they view the world through the prism that they view it from, right? That's basically anybody in your life that you don't agree with. I have people I used to work with. Maybe they're watching now. I used to work with in sports radio in Cleveland. And they knew we didn't agree politically, but right now I know they don't have the they didn't then have the full picture on how vastly we disagreed. And that's because I see things through a biblical perspective, through an obedience to God perspective, and they don't. They just don't. Okay, fine. But they now have a full picture of how much we disagree. Could they predict how I'm going to react to something? Could I predict how they're going to react to something? No, because our value systems are totally different. But did you ever notice that Democrats who say, this is what Trump meant when he said, we're going to find this many votes. This is what he meant. Are the people who, with whom he shares a different worldview. Now, his worldview is not a biblical worldview. His worldview is a Donald Trump Trump, Uber, Alice worldview. Trump, 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 Trump. I mean, he's all about Trump. How can they possibly know how he thinks when they don't think like him on anything? But they do. They. I know what he meant when he said, no. what he meant when he said find them was invent them. Make them up. Fabricate them. That's what he meant. Everything in this Georgia indictment tilts on that belief. That when Trump called, and he called a couple times, and I'll play you more audio from his other phone calls. You say, well, there was other stuff, Bruce, if you're a stinky Democrat listening to this. You say, well, there are other things. Play his phone call with Brad Raffensberger. Well, that was from it. I'll play more from it. Play his call with the investigator from the Secretary of State's office. Okay. We'll play it for you next. You can see. Nefarious or just a guy whose ego was bruised by election defeat. Hey, if you're a regular listener to this show, you know we speak with Matt Mayer of OpportunityOhio.org every Thursday at 12.05 p.m. You know Matt is exploring a run for governor, and wow, did Matt's uh, run for governor get a big boost. Joe Blystone, himself a populist candidate, uh, has endorsed Matt in Matt's run for governor. Uh, I will have more details on this at uh, about 12.00. 20 today after we talk with Mahet Cook, but uh, this is a serious endorsement. Joe Blystone, a guy who captivated people's interest, got 22% of the vote in the primary. Won by DeWine and Houston sure, but Blystone and Renese, the other candidate in the GOP primary, Blystone and Renese got 52% of the vote. DeWine and Husted got 48. So uh, this is a big one, and we'll have more details on it at uh, about 12. 20. Also today, headline jumped out at me on the uh, unrepentantly woke NBC4I website. NBC is just a cesspit of immorality and idiocy. The headline has something to do with uh, Ohio's General Assembly joining in a national trend with, quote-unquote, anti-LGBTQ proposed laws. Anti-LGBTQ bills. Uh, The site says there are 725 proposed laws moving through state houses across the nation, according to a report from the Movement Advancement Project. Hmm. And then in parentheses, it says MAP. Now, when I hear MAP, what do I think of? No, not the atlas that I pull out of my glove box to help me get from one place to another if my GPS is malfunctioning. MAP is an acronym not for Movement Advancement Project. What else is MAP an acronym for? Well, that's right. Minor Attracted Persons, which is a woke way of saying pedophile because you can't say pedophile anymore. Not allowed to say pedophile. The pedophile is not a crime, it's just an attraction. And if you say that being a pedophile is a crime, well, then you're somebody who would be in favor of these so called anti LGBTQ bills. Uh, Here's the other sentence that jumped off the page. The legislation continues an unprecedented wave of bills targeting LGBTQ people after 268 bills were introduced in 2021 and 315 in 2022. Now, can anybody guess why the number of those bills would double across the country in 2023? I can. I can. Can I answer my own question? Because as people like Rachel Levine, Dylan Mulvaney... Leah Thomas and other men pretending to be women started to take opportunities, positions, honors away from women and started to prance around unapologetically naked in women's locker rooms. More and more parents, more and more legislators, more and more people with a moral compass said, we're not putting up with this nonsense. And, Move to fix it with laws against it. That would be the reason why. Man, don't watch NBC4. What a what a garbage organization that is. Uh, speaking of garbage organizations, the <laughs> latest Trump indictment in Georgia is based on his phone calls to Georgia officials. Uh, here is Donald Trump speaking, I believe, with Brad Raffensperger and Raffensburger's attorney about what Trump believes is election fraud in Georgia. See if you uh, hear any uh, criminal statements by Donald Trump here.
2: Do you think it's possible that they uh, shredded ballots in uh, Fulton County? Because that's what the rumor is. And also that Dominion took out machines, Uh, that Dominion is really moving fast to get rid of their uh, machinery. Do you know anything about that? Because that's illegal. No, No,
1: Dominion is not. Um, moved any machinery
2: out of Fulton County we're having have have they moved the inner parts of the machines and replaced them with other parts no
1: that's the attorney for Brad Raffensperger the Secretary of State of Georgia Trump says do you think it's possible that there were ballots shredded or that Dominion is moving machines or parts of machines out and Raffensperger attorney goes no OK, is Trump allowed to ask that question? Is that a crime for asking that question? I don't think that's a crime. Nobody with a working brain thinks that's a crime. But of course, if you have Trump derangement syndrome, you don't have a working brain. Here's more from that phone call after Trump is told, no, it's not happening. He he's Donald Trump, after all, insists it is happening.
2: You know what they did and you're not reporting it. That's a, You know, that's a criminal. That's a criminal offense. And, and, you know, you can't let that happen. That's that's a big risk. To you and to Ryan, your lawyer, that's a big risk. But they are shredding (laughs) ballots, in my opinion, based on what I've heard. And they are removing machinery uh, and they're moving it as fast as they can, both of which are criminal fines. And you can't let it happen. And you are letting it happen. You know, I mean, I'm notifying you that you're letting it happen.
1: So they are shredding ballots, in my opinion. And they are moving machines as fast as they can. I'm letting you know it's happening. So presumably they went and investigated it and found it not to be true. In fact, as the phone call progressed, Brad Raffensberger's attorney tells Donald Trump that the things you were hearing are not true.
2: Brad, what are we going to do? Uh, we won the election and it's not fair to take it away from us like this. And it's going to be very costly in many ways. And I think you have to say that you're going to reexamine it, and you can reexamine it, but, but reexamine it with people that want to find answers, not people that don't want to find answers. Uh, for instance, I'm hearing Ryan, and he's probably, I'm sure, a great lawyer and everything, but he's making statements about those ballots that he doesn't know. But he's making him with such he, – he did make them with surety, but now I think he's less sure, because the answer is they all went to Biden. And that alone wins us the election by a lot, you know.
0: So. Mr. President, uh, you have people that submit information, and we have our people that submit information, and then it comes before the court, and the court then has to make a determination – we have to stand by our numbers. We believe our numbers are right. Now, why am I playing? Under
2: law, you're not allowed to give faulty election results, okay? You're not allowed to do that, and that's what you've done. This is a faulty election result. And honestly, this should go very fast. You should meet tomorrow because you have a big election election coming up, and because of what you've done to the president, you know, the people of, of uh, Georgia know that this was a scam, and because of what you've done to the president, a lot of people aren't going out to vote. And a lot of Republicans are going to vote negative because they hate what you did to the president. Okay? They hate it. And they're going to vote. And if you would be respected, if really respected, if this thing could be straightened out before the election. You have a big election coming up on Tuesday. We have won this election in Georgia based on all of this. And there's, there's nothing wrong with... We're saying that, Brad, you know, I mean, having the having a correct you, the people of Georgia are angry and these numbers are going to be repeated on Monday night, along with others that we're going to have by that time, which are much more substantial even. And the people of Georgia are angry. The people of the country are angry. And what you heard that, and what
1: you are you hearing know, is uh, Donald Trump issuing an Donald opinion. Played.